10 to 8 on the 21st of February 2019. Uh, welcome to another chapter of Stone Clearing with Richard Herring. Uh, if you're just joining us at this point, I mean, probably go back and start from the beginning because you've missed a lot. But um, uh, the short story is uh, I am a man attempting to clear all the stones off a very large field near my house, create a wall um, that will be seen from space and last for longer than humanity, uh, bearing my name even once humanity is gone, it will still bear my name, and also uh, there's something else, it's good, there was something else I was about to say, but you know, sometimes you just forget, so um I'm going out a bit less regularly of this uh, winter months. Uh, this is uh, actually the first stone clearing I think I've done since the last podcast. So um, trying to get fit, and though there is a lot of exercise benefit to stone clearing, that's just one of the many reasons you should give it a go. Um, oh, it's secret. That's what I was going to say. Don't tell anyone. If you're new, don't tell anyone about this. It's a secret thing. Um, I, I do like to walk the dog up the hill now, just to. Start the day in this bracing way. Look at that, right at the start of the field, there's two bits of brick there. I mean, surely wouldn't have just appeared from somewhere. Some uh, geese or ducks flying there. It's a beautiful morning. Well, it's quite grey, but uh, not too cold. The dog looking at those two ducks, I want to say. I'm not a, an expert. And... Uh, while that's happening, I'll just pick up a few pebbly-sized stones. Again, just from the periphery of the very start of the field, a place that I've been a million times, it's still just more stones than seemed possible, that given a man has been clearing these stones for so long. Um, and if I just take a little walk out here, this is, we're very near the, uh, I mean, this is insane. Very near the, the the can by the bench. Um, three pretty good sized stones within a foot of the, of the shoreline. I mean, what is going on? No one's coming and putting these back. I can tell these are stones that are submerged, that have somehow found their way to the top. And yet stones are inanimate. I want I hear you say, well, are they? Are they? I think these stones know what they're doing. Uh, Wolfie, I think, has just done a poo. I'm just going to check that out. Um, and when I say you're picking up poo by hand, I have a bag on my hand. I'm not. Uh, that's what happened in the last one. For some people, I think I may have trouble locating this poo. She's done it in some dense undergrowth that I think I can probably get away with leaving. Oh, no, here it is. I'm going to take it. Just because um, 
you know, I like picking up the feces of different animals. And if anyone thinks that's weird, then that's their problem, not mine. That's a really good poo, actually. Um, well done, Wolfie. And my, you know, essentially my job, aside from clearing stones off the field, is dealing with the feces of nearly everyone in my house. Not my wife yet. Um, and arguably, she may have to deal with mine at some point. But um, as I'm getting older than her, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, we're not getting into coprophilia. And anyone who says we are, I was like, oh, uh, was di- diverted into the field there by something I thought was a stone. was actually, ironically, some white dog shit. You don't see that anymore, do you? That's apparently what they say, but there it is. Some furry dog shit there as well by less responsible dog owners who have not... Uh, Oh, actually, they've cut the grass right back here. Uh, that's interesting. They've cut the grass right back at the fence that I like to throw my stones against. And so you can actually see quite a few of the stones that I've thrown. Someone's burnt a big fire here as well. Lots of changes have been going on. Um, I hope they weren't surprised to find a lot of stones in their way when they started cutting back that grass. I mean, I'm pretty sure that all the stuff this side of the fence belongs to the farmer. There are a lot of people who live along this side of the field do tend to treat that kind of headland uh, of uh, grass as their own. It's outside the perimeter fences of their of their actual properties, but a lot of them dump their grass cuttings. Here we can see out here, and I imagine would be one of them when I did start making a can outside the house, did destroy it. Um, it'll be interesting if this ever goes to court. Uh, whether those people are picked up on their actual legal use. So all I'm doing is moving stones around. Nothing is leaving the field. Kent gets up the occasional stone that bounces too far. Um, still no word from the farmer, of course, as to whether this is a positive or negative uh, impact for him or her. Um, because, you know, it's a secret, so why would, why would they tell me they wouldn't? They, no one knows it's me, so... Um, and yeah, that's a quite a, quite a nice little hall. Um, it's kind of more fun stone clearing. I mean, stone clearing should never really be fun. Uh, and I suppose in a way I am a tourist. The original stone clearers would have been out here 24 hours a day, literally sleeping when they could, um, picking stones when they could, avoiding being killed by irate villagers when they could. Um, a nice little, uh, I think that feels like a Stone Age tool of some kind. Fits nicely in the hand. Uh, could have been used for bashing, cutting at the other end. It's that sort of shape, this one. And I'm quite pleased with that find. Could go in a museum, but more importantly, it's going to go on a pile of stone somewhere around the edge of this field. Or maybe create its own pile. In fact, I'm going to just chuck it there. There isn't even any there. Uh, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of mood I'm in today. Um, I know I'm a tourist, and I know it's nice to be able to stone clear when you just feel like it. Uh, rather than as your vocation, but um, it, uh, I feel happier not doing it every single day, I have to say, and that will change when, when we come to the ploughing time. I will be out here uh, a lot more, I think. And there's a massive stone right on the edge. I think I'm going to have to get that one out. Oh. Just going to quickly try and check those around. Prize this one out because it's quite a hit. It's a prize. It deserves to be prized. Yeah, so look at that. I mean, that's literally pretty much on the path and yet never been spotted before. Um, 
But yes, it's, uh, you know, in the last podcast, it was interesting. I started off feeling, why am I being forced to do this thing? Who made me? What were they thinking? It seems impossible. But by the end, I was very happy. Today, I'm starting quite happy, aren't I? I'm in quite a jolly mood, returning to the stones that I've, I have to admit I've missed. Um, oh, that one flew apart a bit as I threw it. That was quite exciting. Bit of flint. Uh, of course, at night time, you do occasionally see sparks coming off these stones as they hit one another. Um, maybe by the end of this walk, I'll be depressed. Let's see. Let's see if it works that way. But if you are having mental health issues, I mean, probably consult your doctor. Um, but if you're feeling depressed, why not head out, see some geese and some ducks flying over? Can't work out which are swans, maybe they might be. Um, which means they're probably geese if they've got long necks, right? They're honking. Uh, having the time of their lives today, we'll be annoyed. Uh, what I'm saying is if you feel a bit depressed, why not get out and spend all day walking around the field, chucking stones out of the field? It might make things worse, and I'm not saying I'm a doctor, but try, try it for maybe six or seven months. And it might just, by the end of that, your other problems might not seem so bad as what I'm saying. Um, when you give yourself a task that outwardly seems impossible, maybe it seems, makes all the things you do in your daytime life actually seem a bit more possible. I'm hassle-hoffing now. I've seen something. Uh, a little way out, just poking out of me. It's called to me, and I will rescue it. It's a tiny stone. There's a few other tinies around here. There's a bigger one here. No one around at the moment, which means that Hasselhoff, I think, was successful. Uh, there's always the danger with going out to the field. Someone sees you, works out what you're doing. And even today, you're not safe from being chased out of the village and possibly murdered by irate villagers who don't understand why stones have to be cleared. Some people feel stones should stay where they are. This is the way it's always been. Why are you trying to change things? Others just light stones in the fields for some reason. And this can, yeah, I mean, a bit of housework here just says, Stones have slipped in the rain, I think. Uh, of course, that's not necessarily necessary, but if if the stones are coming back onto the field of play, there is a danger that you will have to clear them again later. So it's a peremptory strike. Um, you have to decide whether that... Because some people feel, which I feel a little, that the stones know where they want to be, and you should leave them there. But then if you, if you take that philosophy too far, then, of course... You just leave the stones on the field because that's where they want to be. So they know to an extent, but sometimes you have to cajole a little just to get the stones to where they will be at home in a wall around a big field. Um, of course, not going out every day does mean that this will take me a little longer than anticipated. Um, I thought I'd be cleaning, clearing 500 stones a week. It's maybe... At the moment, it's maybe more like 50 a week. I mean, you just have to do the mathematics. If there's, say, 10 billion stones out here, um, that's really making a difference to the length of time this is going to take me. Um, I'm not a mathematician. I'm sure some people could even try and work. It's, we probably need the aid of a computer, but you could probably work out how long that would take 
you need a better idea of how many stones are here. And I'm looking on the horizon now. It's interesting because the crops are inches tall now, um, which does mean most of the, the further away stones are hidden from view, but the occasional tractor tracks uh, do reveal parts of the field. Um, it doesn't really matter for the moment. I think maybe 10, 20 years time when I've literally cleared this, the metre around the edge of the field, this will become more uh, pressing, but I will need to be pushing my way further out. But let's say the first metre was going to take 10 years to clear, the next metre another 10 years, the next metre another 10 years. Obviously, every time the field getting slightly smaller because you're going around the edge. Um, I mean, realistically, I can only hope to live another 100 years, so we're looking at 10 metres from there out, so I'm just looking at that now. That is still quite a lot of the field to go. So, uh, you know, maybe that central part of the field is for the next generation to worry about, or, well, there's several generations, really. Um, but I'm hoping I can live long enough to complete this, and maybe I can up my workload as I get older and have less writing work to do and less comedy to do. Because um, that's what I do in my spare time is a little bit of comedy. Oh, there's a, there's a, again, right at the edge of the field here. It's spooky how few people are around. There's a massive stone. It didn't, it looked, it, that was a Twin Peaks. It looked like lots of different little stones. It was actually one big stone. That's the biggest stone we found for a while. Certainly this close to that. That is two inches from the, from the shore. I mean, that's insane. Um, I don't know how these stones are appearing. Maybe, maybe there's erosion, or maybe they're coming up. I don't know. So throwing three or four quite nice-sized stones there onto a mini can. Still carrying my bag of dog shit, of course. I'm one of these people who ties it up in a tree and leaves it. Having done the difficult part, I will be taking this back home with me. Um, so, yeah, as I say, my job is doing comedy. I seem to be less of that. For some reason, less of that seems to be going on, which does, which is bad for me and my family. Um, but it's very good news for fans of stone clearing and for people who want stones cleared from fields, because, of course, it just gives me more time as I get older to do this, which, again, I suppose, somebody's saying, Rich, but as you get older, won't your, your back will be hurting, your knees will have gone, stone clearing will be a much more difficult thing. Maybe, or maybe after practicing some clearing for years, I'll be better at it. I mean, that's that's how things work, isn't it? Um, and you, I think you can hear from the clicks. There's a, whew, and I'm a bit out of breath. Uh, how much? How much? How many stones are being taken off the field right now? And again, another huge one, just in the path, just almost lying on the path. So. I think there's something to be said by not over-farming the field. Um, coming out every day, it doesn't give the stones the time to grow. And maybe in the ancient of days, stone clearers would have gone around 10 or 20 fields in their daytime walks and then returned to returned in that way so that like a week later they would come, more stones would have grown. I mean, you say they're not growing. 
I would like to see science understand this one, why I can have walked along this path literally a thousand times and still be seeing massive stones right where my foot is. Um, I explain that science, you can't. Um, I mean, it is a good workout. I, I, you know, walking up the hill with a dog is nice, but uh, I'm not sure anything, any workout in the world quite uh, compares with this walking, bending, kicking, throwing, um, stopping, starting. It's bursts of energy, I suppose. And just, yeah, again, just still amazed. I still can't stop commenting on it. Here I am. I'm not, I haven't got, so that one hassle half I did, which was only maybe 10 metres into the field, I haven't gone beyond the first metre of this field, still finding bounteous amounts of stones. And, you know, they're worth something. Now, I was listening to the uh, book of Sapiens, uh, which you may have read or listened to. It was an audio book. Uh, I thought there's something quite interesting in that, that when the conquistadors originally went to South, South America, the people there were amazed to see them interested in gold, this soft metal that was not many use for making tools, couldn't be eaten, yet for some reason... These Spanish people, their eyes lit up. They were they were obsessed with gold, and those those people thought that ah oh, damn, there's someone coming just at the point where I'm coming to my other field. Uh, it's going to stop me transgressing at least, but I'm in clear view of a dog walker and three dogs. Uh, they're real dogs. They're not dog dogs. I'm going to just have to go about my way. Oh, there's one coming across the centre. We'll go this way, Wolfie. Come on. Uh, I'm really in view of lots of people now. Suddenly. Whichever way I go, excuse me, just had to spit there, I've got a bit of a cold, um, and my hands are full of dog shit. Uh, come on, wolves. Good girl. So I'm just going to pretend to be a regular dog walker for at least a few seconds. So we'll talk about this all, oh, and I'm just looking out of the next field as I do this, and look at, oh, I mean, I feel like a Spanish man arriving at a place where gold has no real meaning. I mean, they used it to make jewellery and such, of course, but it wasn't a valuable thing. Wolfie! But the uh, the uh, the value of the gold was just imaginary, wasn't it? It was just this is something we've decided is precious. Wolfie, come here, Wolfie. All right, Wolfie's gone off to meet the other dog, and uh, they're being friendly. <laughs> hey there. Uh, come on, Wolfie. Come on. I'll just tell them while those dogs are playing, I'll just kick. Oh, it doesn't really go off the field. Come, Wolves. You can do the occasional kick when people are looking because it just looks like you're idling away, playing with the dog. Good girl. Um, oh, there's a nice one there. She's not really looking. I'm just going to nip in and grab that. That was risky. That was risky. I didn't even look back to see if she saw. Um, that woman seemed friendly. She said, good girl to my dog and stuff like that. But she could be some... She could be the stone starsy... One of their stool pigeons. I haven't even thrown that stone yet. I'm so nervous about whether I've been seen. Um, it was a, it was an unnecessary risk for one stone, but sometimes you know if you're going to achieve something, you're going to do that. So, what my point about the conquistadors uh, is, you know, is gold not just a sort of a stone? I mean, it's metal, but it's just the same principle. Why are we obsessed with gold? Why is it valuable to us? No reason. 
and things only have value if you if you give them value, and if you give stones value, you will find this a very very exciting um, exercise. Because if you think, you know, imagine if you walked into a field laden with gold. Oh, look at that! Baby. There's a hawk up there, Wolfie. Look at that one. You're not going to take that one down, are you? It's what beautiful. We're getting a nature ramble today, and no mistake, we've seen geese, we've seen hawks just buffeting on the breeze. It's as if nature is saying, Rich, carry on. What you're doing is what we want, even though we're organic material. We appreciate your understanding that minerals are more important. Um, all of human civilization, if you read Sapiens, and do, think about it for a second, is based on artifice. Everything you believe is artifice. You can mock people who are religious, but everything we believe in, from democracy, money, I made this point many years ago in uh, one of my comedic shows, which I suspect the writer of Sapiens saw and then thought, oh, I'll write that as a book. Um, they're just imaginary. You can't knock people for believing in imaginary things because you do as well. Nothing, nothing in civilization is actually true. They're just ways for us to operate more efficiently. Uh, we have beliefs, but there's no empirical truth behind any of those. They may help us work better together and what I'm saying is no reason why gold is worth more than these bits of flint and there's no reason why hoarding gold is a better thing to do less mad thing to do than picking stones off the field and putting them at the edge of the field that's my point you know that's maybe the point of this whole thing no the point of this whole thing is uh, to clear stones off the field uh, you can you can view any metaphor you want into that you can say, oh, it's about Brexit. Oh, it's about, uh, the, you know, about how life is basically meaning it's good size stone. They're just lying. I don't come down that we're going, because we're not going across the diagonal here. We're going the long way around. Uh, this is a place, place I don't come to too much, but a nice, nice find there. No work required. Um, uh, the good thing about coming this way is there is a dog shit bin uh, quite imminently, so I can get rid of this dog shit if people are worried about me carrying some dog shit in my hand and I think, you know, I expect he's just carrying it in his bare hand rather than in a bag like some people did in the last time. You use the bag to pick up the dog shit. I mean, it's, it's, it's shit picking up lesson one. Use something else to touch the shit with if you can, especially if you're on the field where there's no hand washing um, facilities. I'm not a monster. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. That is the motto of the Stone Clear Association, as you know. Oh, I'm just looking across at the next field now. Another point of entry. I might. There's just some tasty stones there. Again, imagine you're Spanish. I mean, it's a horrible thing to have to imagine unless you are one. In which case, you know, sorry that you are Spanish. I'm sorry you're Spanish. I'm not sorry for what I said. Um, imagine how you'd feel if there's, you're just these chunks of rock just lying here unattended. It's not my field. It's not my... It wasn't the... Spanish people's country, but countries, of course, are an imaginary construct anyway. So. Yeah, you're going to learn some stuff if you listen to this podcast. Um, anyway, those have formed a little, those have gone into the border wall. I feel that what I'm doing is not as controversial as some of you do. Yes, sure, I shouldn't really be in this field, but I'm doing good. And in a way, aren't the boundaries of any field as imaginary as anything else in this world. Yes, they are. So that's the point, isn't it? The, way, the point is I'm collecting stones and getting them off the field. That's the point. But you can read in other stuff to that. And maybe just think about your lives a little bit. 
that's not what it's about this podcast but you know it's going to be a long old haul doing this every week for the rest of my life so I feel I should give you throw you a few crumbs um a couple of big stones here they're basically on the headland of this part no nice big stones but I'm just going to move them right to the fence there's a very handy fence down this down this way where you know, if we can just pile the stones up on that, that will make a much more convenient. Oh, and here we are at the uh, dog ship bin on the wreck. Uh, Wolfie has reminded me we're going into the wreck. We're not going in the wreck, and Wolfie, there's no stones in here, and if they are, they're not my business. Um, oh, it's one of those with a little sort of flap, oh, like you're depositing money in the bank. And there's some security required, that's what that one's like. Um, I've got to put my hat on today, so my hair is running in my face. Uh... A lot of um, ancient stone figures would shave all their all the hair off their bodies to avoid this anything getting in the way, uh, you know, a, a stray pube or some long dangling hair like I have could, you know, impede impede what you're trying to do. Oh, and another dog walking coming. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, or are they going? I think they might be leaving the field. That's all right. So. We've been quite lucky. We lost a, a little bit of stone clearing. Thanks to... I wonder if that hawk was somehow part of the surveillance. Those geese, have they moved on to... I mean, that would be quite clever to move on to the... I mean, you know, I took it as the natural world saying, well done, Rich, carry on. But why would the natural world say that? I'm, you know, why would the biological world say that? I'm trying to dig this up with my foot to no avail. I'm just going to get these. Oh, there's some nice ones here, Wolfie. Because we don't come down here very much, do we? And this side of the field, it was always a bit of a paradise for stone clearers. Uh, undiscovered, I think. It's like finding Tutankhamun's tomb. A little bit. No one has ever come down here and thought, oh, let's clear some stones out of here. So you've literally got every stone that's ever been here since the dawn of time. Um, and yeah, again, a gold metaphor. Are these stones gold? Not literally, no. But maybe they are literally gold. Maybe they are. You thought about that when they're not. They're flint, mainly. But it's gold is just a state of mind. Worth. It's just something we ascribe. You might argue that food has worth. You might argue that... Uh, that's it, food. Oxygen has some worth. Sex obviously has a lot of worth. But apart from that, nothing is worth anything. And uh, you just make up what it's worth. And what this is, oh, look at that beauty. And when you see a beauty like that, just an inch from the shoreline, it looks like a small toy Millennium Falcon. It's that sort of one again. And that sort of size, the small toy version of the Millennium Falcon. Then you'll know. Then you'll know the pleasure. Oh, that one just bounced through the grill of the fencing into the other side. But I won't. That's where it wanted to go. That was a bit like tipping point. Ah, the sun's come up just as we approach this sort of... I mean, it's been quite a philosophical podcast anyway. Oh, God, I hope this is recorded. My new phone, I've kind of got a feeling this night might not recorded, in which case, you know, there's no point in me saying that because you won't hear it. 
uh, if you do hear it, I'll just look mad because it was fine. Uh, the sun above the clouds, looking across the beautiful woods of Hertfordshire in that direction, like an almost ethereal mistiness of sunbeams catching mist. I mean, I say it before, but I say it again, this is a sort of an idyll, isn't it? That people have laughed at me for stone clearing, yet I wonder how they spend their morning. I think you're probably sitting on a tube right now. Not as you listen, maybe as you listen. But as I'm saying this, and here I am looking at the disk of the sun, shrouded now by light cloud, as if we were going into a weak eclipse. The sun, the ultimate stone to clear, of course. I mean, in some ways, a ball of gas, but in other ways, clearly not. Come on, can't be gas. That it would just float away. Um, I mean, science really is way behind on a lot of this stuff. Um, not a great deal along this little route. I found one little pebble there in the, just in the headland. Of, there was short, sorry, on the shore, not the headland. That I put onto the one at the cairn at the other end of the diagonal. If you're, if you're drawing a mental map of this field, as I'm sure many of you are, um, some of you may be able to work out from that mental map where I am. A bit like Masquerade or something in the Kit Williams book. If you can find where I am, you can come and look at some of the cairns I've created. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother if I were you. Um... Uh, it's Wolfie being a good girl. I thought she'd gone, but she's right behind me, like the best girl in the world. Um, yeah, there's a few little ones. I mean, you know, it's not insignificant. There's some little stones here that will need to be cleared, and there's a couple of them gone, if you're counting. Um, but as a weekly haul, I think you'll agree this is weak. And that's why they call it the weak, because most people have a weak haul of stones. It's not. It's not. I just thought that would be funny. That was wrong. Uh, we're approaching the um, the throwing post. A lot of people's highlight of the podcast. Um, uh, Simon uh, Stump has uh, got in touch. Say, Rich, can, why don't you just make the whole podcast just uh, throwing uh, the rocks at the and stuff at the not rocks, make the stones. I uh, get it right um, at the. The post, just do that, that's the best bit. Well, mate, it wouldn't be the best bit, would it, if it was all the... I mean, think about it. Why it's good is because it's just a little relief in the second, sort of last quarter of the podcast. Just gathering a few stones to... That's quite a nice size one. That should be easy to hold. Use that on last. Just give myself a challenge. Um, I do want to put a couple of stones... Oh, there's a bit of dog poo there, right? People are very irresponsible dog owners. Not like me. My dog poo safely binned. Um, all right. I'm going to put a couple of stones on the pile. Uh, again, the, the can that doesn't ever seem to grow uh, around. Uh, it goes up to the central lamppost. And I've got four stones now. Let's see if I can do them on. Wolfie! Uh, Wolfie's disappeared. I've been talking. Wolfie! Wolfie! Good girl. 
Excuse my spitting. You bad girl, come here. Come on. I'm just trying to do the best bit of the podcast and you ruined it. And there's someone who can basically see what I'm doing if she, if she cared to look over a grey-haired lady with a black and white dog. You may know her. Right, here we are. Some distance away. Oh, I missed the first go. Hit the second go. Hit two and four. Two out of four ain't bad. That's one out of two. That's a 50% success rate. I think you heard the hits. I hope you cheered. Uh, I did it quickly as well because I wasn't being observed. So heading up to the main can now. Slightly... Uh, a can that's been slightly... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Wolfy. Woof. Yes, it's woof. Um, it's been slightly neglected of late. Yet still seems to be growing. Suggesting the stones, as I said, are magnetic and drawn to it. That's my... That's, that can be the only real possible explanation. Um, just throwing a few little stones that I'm gathering as we go into the fence. So these will make a fine wall at some point. Big hole there where a dog has dug's been looking for. Maybe someone's trained a dog to look for stones. My dog can dig, but she hasn't yet really understood why she's digging what she's looking for. She's an idiot in many ways, but I love her still. We probably all love an idiot somewhere in our lives. Maybe someone loves us and maybe we're the idiot. Who knows? This podcast is about changing your perspective and looking at the world from a different way. I'll put one there. That's a nice little nest there growing. Uh, maybe 20 metres, maybe 15 metres from the main camp. So it'll be a lovely day when these start to connect. That's what I'm looking forward to. And again, just nipping out slightly into the field now just to pick up a few specimens for the main wall. Uh, nothing massive, though. I've got five medium to small. I mean, I wouldn't quite call them. This last one you might call a pebble. The rest are slightly too big to be a pebble. I know people ask, what's the difference between a pebble and a stone and a rock? Well, you'll know. You just know. You don't need classification. You will know. And then just extending the end of that water a little bit. Uh, see if anyone's around. I don't think they are, so I'm going to just, um, again, a few fallen stones. It's always going to happen. I'm moving them around a little bit to a happier position. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's added to that. That's all me and the magnetic stones. So we're heading down the hill now. Just going to throw a few pebbles towards the main can. That's bounced on nicely. Those two slightly missed, but will be hopefully part of the can at some point in the future. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed today's uh, walk. It's been uh, just a you know a ramble in both senses of the word, and um, but uh, nevertheless. It's been. I hope there's been some interesting points uh, picked up. Ah, oh, I thought that was a stone. It was a leaf. Uh, just want to pick up a couple of. Now these are properly pebbles, and they're going on this uh, mini mini can. Again, this one's probably more like 20 meters from the wall, but again, be an amazing day when that joins up. We're approaching, of course, the uh, the ditch that I'm trying to fill, and that I need to put a stone in to prevent global calamity, which has been working well so far. I'll pick up a couple of things here while we've, while we've got some. Oh, Wolfie. 
doing a second poo of the day. You've got to admire that. And uh, even though it's on the field, I am going to take that one. It's quite close to the edge. And I'm thoughtful of other stone clearers. I mean, what if a stone clearer was to come out here looking for stones, as we've experienced. Happened to me, didn't it? Oh, there's a nice brown stone. Oh, no. So, if you take no other message from this podcast, let it be that you pick up your dog's feet, please. Oh, it's a soft one. The other one was really solid. It looks, looks solid, but was soft. And that's often the way. And I'm using my bare fingers again like a proper stone clearer would, just to pick up. Not the, not the poo. The poo's in the bag. There were just a few stones around there. It's like Wolfie, unable to pick up the stones herself. It's Rich. You're looking for stones, I understand. Here's some. Uh, I can't point. I have no fingers. So the only way I can point is with my soft feces. And it worked, Wolfie, so thank you for that. So I'm going to put a, there's a nice can here. I'm going to put a couple of the pebbles on there. A nice sort of semi-sphere one there. It looks like a ping-pong ball that's been cut in half and turned out to be solid. Or a dinosaur egg, maybe, that's been cut. It might even be a dinosaur egg. It probably is. Um, and I'm now working... I haven't lost my glove, have I, Wolfie? Oh. That would be a disaster. Is that it? No. Oh, there it is. In my pocket. It's okay. I have these stone clearing special gloves uh, that are cut resistant. They've been working quite well for me since that original pair uh, did get uh, shredded. Um, and yeah, some like there are, you know, even this part of the field where there aren't many stones, though the occasional just monster has, has emerged from the from the seas out here. Uh, and I'm still managing to pick up a few stones. So I'll chuck a couple of them into the. I'm going to put two in the ditch. And that should make us doubly safe from a global disaster. I don't, no need to thank me. I'm just, that's part of my job. Uh, and then there's the entrance, entrance and exit can. But I do like to, I throw things towards as I come in and I place as I come out. So I'm just trying to find a couple more bits to go in there. Uh, uh, we've been quite lucky with the, uh, not to meet, depending on your point of view, I'm a lot of people, their favourite bit is when I meet other dog walkers and have to pretend to be a polite, normal human. Uh, but the dog walkers, from my point of view as a stone player, have been distant today, which is good. Oh, kicked a stone, it was a leaf again. But oh, that's still a problem even now autumn is gone. And yeah, look, here we go. Still a tennis ball on this uh, particular can, which I'm going to leave. Organic, really, I suppose, but I'm going to let it slide. Um... Well done, Wolfie, for doing that second poo. You've got water all over your nose. Where have you been? Oh, I've got the, I've got the bag taught up in the lead. That could be lead to disaster. Lead to disaster. I mean, there's a lot of puns today, Rich. What's happened to you? I've got old, Rich. That's what's happened. Okay, Rich. This isn't that podcast. Talk to the dog. Talk to the stones. Do not talk to yourself. Okay. So, heading down the path now. Our job done. So what have we learned today about stone clearing? Um, I mean, you know, there's only so much you can teach in these things. And probably a weekly podcast uh, is a bit overkill. Some of you seem to enjoy it. Um, Brian Vine has um, been in touch to say, I enjoy it, which don't stop doing it ever. He emailed in herring967 at gmail.com. You can all do it. Lots of people have been doing it. 
Um, Ian Pile of Leaves, the hyphenated name, or no Russian name probably. Thinking about it, it's a Russian name hyphenated. And there's a woman called Jane Leaves, so you know if you're suspicious that that's not real, it is real. There's probably someone called uh, Dmitry Pilov. So what I'm saying is it's a real email. Um, he says, I can't remember what we're talking about now. He says, never stop, Rich. What you do is amazing. You are an inspiration to all stone clearers. That's true. Uh, I'm going to walk this um, dog of bag of dog poo up to the uh, dog poo bin that's quite near my house. Uh, just so I don't have to dispose of it in my own bin. Seems, uh, you know, it's, it's only some dog poo in a bag, but even so, it is still poo. Uh, two poos for walking today. She did three yesterday, so um, slipping. Passing my house, uh, car driving past with the poppy still on its grill there. That's the kind of place we live in. It's been a good, it's been a good walk. Uh, we've had some fun. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, maybe we'll leave it at the bin today. My, my wife and children are upstairs playing. So, uh, do keep those emails coming in. Um, Janice dog, uh, bin. I mean, there's no such thing as a dog bin, so I can't just have seen that. Uh, it says, I don't really like this podcast, Rich. I like the other stuff you do. This seems weird. What, what, hey, don't email in nasty things. Um, I think this podcast is good and if you like it then you can listen to it and if you don't like it you don't have to oh I was going to stop at the bin wasn't I uh, oh we'll go back you know we're having such fun why leave it now oh, I hope this is recorded I'm going to feel foolish you alright Wolf you're a good girl shall we get you your breakfast why have you got what on the end of your nose what have you been doing you're a funny girl alright here we are back at home so the charade must be reimposed if anyone's there watching. No one's there, it's all right. So, uh, obviously, if I stop talking about stone clearing, you'll know there's a danger of discovery. And uh, here we are, we're back home. No one's here, it's fine. Thanks for listening. I'll be back probably, probably next week, we'll see. Hope you enjoyed the bit where I cleared the stones, that was my favourite bit. And, um, do email if you have any questions. I won't answer them. Right. Right, go on, Wolves. Oh. Stone Clearing with Richard Herring starred me, Richard Herring, and Wolfie the dog, and some dogs in the distance, really, and a lady in the distance, but not much else this time. Um, the music's by Mike Cosgrave. The voice of the stones is Michael Fahim.